Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. One of the things I wanted to share with you all is this podcast is called The Intuitive Business. And I call it that for a reason. There's things that I do with my personal life um, in order to increase the energy and abundance and wealth in my business, as well as uh, getting my voice and message out to others. So today I have a really special guest that I've known about 15 years, and her name is Marjorie O'Rourke, and she's a psychic, and she studies feng shui. And probably the last, I imagine the last eight years, um, she has actually helped me to feng shui my home and my office so that my energy will align with my clients and help bring in um, prosperity and health and um, wealth and abundance in all fashions. And so today she's actually, um, tomorrow's Chinese New Year. So happy Chinese New Year to everybody. I'm the year of the rat. That's my zodiac symbol. And it is the year of the rat. So all of those things considered, I'm going to give this podcast over to Marjorie so that she can tell you a little bit about feng shui and how you too can utilize it in your business and your life. Marjorie, thank you for coming today. Hi, everybody. Nice to meet you. So can you tell us a little bit about what feng shui is and how you've been studying about it? Okay, I began studying feng shui maybe 30 years ago when I lived in California, and I was very interested in the flow of wind and water. That's what feng shui means, and it's an ancient Chinese art that um, can really help you to enhance all of the good things in your life and to suppress or cure things that might not be very good. So I started to study the feng shui um, practice of the flying stars, which involves an astrological projection every year of certain good energies and not so good energies that magically land in different areas of your home. And I've really enjoyed this practice because it is a very, very ancient way of looking at feng shui and actually a lot more complicated and interesting than just the regular layout of feng shui. I can really appreciate the word complicated. So the other reason Marjorie is here is I've gone to her, she offers classes and I've gone to her classes and meticulously laid out these charts and where the stars land and it it gets rather confusing. So um, there are ways to do it yourself, but I'm not the girl (laughs) to do it. So um, Marjorie has helped me and she also is able to say, Uh, what areas might be more of a challenge and how to protect them. 
I want to invite her to share maybe a little bit about what happened today, like what she and I actually did, how we went around the rooms, and just kind of an overview of, of what you did today so that they get an idea of how um, the energy flows in a home and how you can cure the energies in spots that are challenging for you. Okay, so today we walked around Candy's house and her office and we took a look at the different areas on a feng shui bagua map that represent different parts of Candy's life, such as herself, her health, her family, um, romance, money, different things like this. And as we looked at those areas, we also superimposed a chart, which is very ancient, of the flying stars. And the feng shui flying stars change every year. And these energies are basically divined by very ancient means. And so we use these flying stars then to enhance good areas or when a flying star, let's say, that's not that good lands in a certain sector of the Bagua or of your home, then we use certain cures to maybe suppress those energies. Today, as we went around, um, because Candy has been practicing feng shui for, what do you think, Candy, about? Probably over 20 years I've had an interest and like tried to study it or went to different seminars about it, but I, I'm no expert. I just, I tinker with it. So Candy has many of the feng shui cures, but as I was saying to Candy, some people don't really like placing certain magical items or um, traditional feng shui cures around their home. So you can actually use things that you already have, or you can use the theory of decluttering um, to really enhance your environment. So the other thing that's going on here in, in my home is I had a um, declutter specialist come in and organizer um, the last four days, and I'm going to do another podcast on why that's important, and um, what we learned about the declutter process. But for today, I also want to talk a little bit about um, Marjorie and her gifts to, that she offers the world. So when we first started talking about feng shui, I asked her how she wanted to be introduced, and she started telling me a little bit um, what Margie's known for in the Lancaster area is being a very good psychic. And so I want her to share a little bit about that as well. Okay. Um, so, you know, psychic ability, I feel, is a very natural thing that all people have in varying degrees. And about six years ago, I learned something important about myself and other people that have different types of intuitive energy with their brain or with their thinking, I learned that I actually have synesthesia. And synesthesia is, um, it's spelled S-Y-N-esthesia. Um, it's a very, very interesting 
issue where a person's brain, basically when you're born, you have connections in your brain, neural or synaptal connections in your brain that are for every single function that you can do. And as you begin to grow over year one or year two, most of those connections become dormant. And you can think about, let's say like a child prodigy who can pick up the violin very, very easily. Well, that's because that synaptal connection in the person's brain remained connected. And so... When I'm thinking about my own psychic ability and my family, we all have a genetic brain connection for seeing things that other people might not see. Um, This involves dead people, angels, um, other types of spiritual energies, and um, really seeing the energy that emanates from organic life forms such as humans, etc., So basically, you know, what I do, I'm a seer, so I look at people or I look at the energy flow, as in feng shui, and I can see the way things are flowing um, as currents around a person. Um, Most people come to me for sessions of finding out, you know, what are the best ways to get the best out of their future, um, what are some of their soul's intention, maybe to talk to some dead relatives that have passed or to find out about the angels that are supporting them. So it's a pretty um, big and wide variety of things that I do. However, it all really comes down to being able to see that flow of energy. Wow, thank you so much. I often wondered with my, I always call it a learning challenge, if some of my learning challenges uh, had to do with some wiring that uh, either didn't unhook or is still hooked up. So um, thank you for explaining what might be going on in my own brain. And um, I want you to tell uh, the people that are listening a little bit about the energy that's happening in my home right now. Like, what do you see? What do you feel? Because this is your home too, meaning you'll have some similarities in your home that are happening. So uh, I want you to get a broader view of why I bring feng shui into my environment and why I really believe in the flow of energy in my own home. And so can you answer questions about that using me maybe as an example? Sure. Um, So this year... When we're looking at the flying stars feng shui chart, there's some parts of your home that you will find are in very, very good energetic stance um, because very, very good luck stars have landed in certain areas of your home. Now, when we're looking at Candy's home, you know, there in the... trying to re rethink my map here in my mind. Um, there in the northeast side of her home, she is having a very, very best luck star that has landed there. It's actually a number one star and it's landing there. And no, sorry about that. I reversed my map. It's a number eight star that has landed there. And this is the best luck area of her home. 
So, you know, I was explaining to Candy that you can view this energy as kind of a river that's flowing in through that area on her home. And then just the way water would flow, the energy flows in and will will bring very good luck in that area. So today, you know, when we looked around Candy's home, I mean, she has a beautiful statue of the goddess Lakshmi right in that area. Um, she has a salt lamp and, you know, some crystals and some other really wonderful things in that area, which all will enhance her good luck for this year. Now, when we were looking at an area that she needed to suppress the energy a little bit, um, the very center of the home this year is not a very good star that's landed. It's a star of burglary and other misfortunes that have landed in the very center. It's a number seven star. And so it's not like this star is going to create horrible things for Candy because we have cured the star. We have put protection around the center of Candy's home so that that star becomes suppressed. And when you're studying feng shui, feng shui really has to do with elements of water, wind, fire, earth. So different stars carry different elements. And when we're looking at, let's say we're thinking about the north area. The north area this year also carries with it a not so good energy star. And it's a wood star. So when we're thinking about the element of wood, we think, what grows wood? Well, water would grow trees in the forest. And what suppresses wood? Fire suppresses wood or burns up wood. So we want to add fiery elements to the north so that we can suppress the wood star that's landing there that's not very good this year. Basically, as we walk around Candy's house, we look to see what areas are in good flowing energy and we try to support those areas and enhance the good stars that have landed and what areas are maybe needing a little suppression or some decluttering, and then we take care of those areas. Thank you so much for that. I wanted to talk a little bit about your trips to Japan and what you do there. And um, my understanding about the Japanese is that, uh, and I believe Walt Disney, the, the Disney creators also do this, um, that they are very um, meticulous about their desks. And so each corner of your desk at home where you have your business, and of course I have my business uh, right here. Can you talk a little bit about your trips to Japan and also what they can do just for their particular desk this year, the year of the rat? Yes. Um, I've worked in Tokyo for the last eight years of my life. Um, and I work there doing different types of seminars and mainly about angels or other types of, you know, spiritual supportive seminars, plus seeing clients there. And ja uh, Japan is a very wonderful place because they like simplicity and organization in a lot of ways. Um, Tokyo 
your living space is not very big. So, you know, not having many things in your living space is actually very appropriate. But the Japanese thought of having a clear mind and actually having many different thoughts on on mind clearing there um, and that simple, very peaceful type of energy is very important. You know, when you think about a Japanese Zen rock garden, you can see how the feng shui energy would be flowing through the different types of markings or movement that they create through that in the sand. Um, even though feng shui, you know, is traditionally Chinese, um, it's really practiced all over the world. So I, I will say also, Candy, um, that when I was in Italy in September, um, I was at a very special place in the Italian Alps where um, I really experienced a lot of psychic stimulation and um, through, I stayed in a lucid dreaming room um, for a little while and afterwards I could really just see the way energy was a sparkling element flowing through things and around things in this world. So, you know, when we're talking about your desk or your business organization, it's very important to try to have an uncluttered area. It will keep your mind uncluttered. Um, you also want to maybe put some protection around your computer, which could be maybe an EMF protector or, for instance, with Candy's computer, since it's in the center of her office, we're um, putting a plum blossom cure on her computer this year. If you go online and you look under feng shui stores, such as feng shui mall or the feng shui store, you can buy the plum, the plum blossom cure if you would like to put that somewhere on your computer. But basically, your desk has to be an area where you can have clear-minded thinking. And definitely in Japan, they like to have organized and clear-minded thinking. Wow, so there you go. Um, a way to help this year would be to organize, get, some, get rid of some clutter. Um, and that also brings in abundance, right, Marjorie? Absolutely. <laughs> and to um, get your plum blossom cure to put on your desk this year. And... I just really want to thank Marjorie for coming to my home and for sharing these gifts that she has to all of you. And if you want to know more about feng shui, Marjorie, how can um, my listeners get in touch with you? Okay, well, about feng shui, or if you would like to know about the regular sessions that I do, you can visit my website at www.marjorieorourke.com, um, or you can contact me um, through text at my business number of 717-201-0987. Thank you. And as she's giving these numbers and information, we've had 
two different post-it notes fall off the wall. So (laughs) I think the energy is really good here today. So thank you all for listening and happy Chinese New Year. And I welcome you to Feng Shui, your office for more abundance, prosperity, and so that your voice and your mission gets out into the world. Thank you and have an awesome day. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.